0: This week on Fight Recap, Figueredo versus Perez. Bum, bum, bum. Stay
1: tuned. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day. Oh yeah.
0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Bro Down Podcast. I'm Andy Smith.
1: And I'm Tim Fulton. And this is Fight Recap.
0: Bam! Boom. UFC two fifty two, I believe. Figueroa versus Perez. Let's Bye. jump right into it. It's <laughs> late.
1: Davidson's versus it is late. I can't even speak anymore. Wow, Alex Perez versus Davidson.
0: Okay, so your thoughts on this very long fight?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I said this right before we came down to the studio that I was going to have a little bit of a controversial opinion. Davidson cheated. I do not consider this a win for him. Why? Uh, because he grabbed the fence twice. The first time Mike Goddard literally knocked it away, which I thought was friggin' hysterical. Yeah. You giggled and I giggled on the inside at the same time. And then he immediately went back, grabbed that. Alex Perez had a beautiful single leg takedown, had the trip, but didn't get it because Davidson was holding on to the cage. He he, was. Oh, 100%. Oh, I didn't see that. 100%. Rewatch the fight. It will not take you too long. Uh, if Whoa. that trip actually went to fruition, we would have seen a much different match. Not that I'm saying Davison would have definitively lost the match. Obviously, we didn't have enough time to see it play out 100%. But I believe we were robbed of a legitimate fight. I am not happy, and I do not consider this a Davison win.
0: That's, that's a really good point because it seems on – like when you say that, oh, a fence grab, how could that – lead but it does if that led to a position.
1: And he immediately went back to it. yeah, he, his hand was knocked away. He immediately went back to it. It wasn't even like a, there was a hesitation. He grabbed it right away.
0: I'm gonna have to re-watch it to see if he also if he did it intentionally to gain the position he got because there is a natural instinct when you see when you're falling is to is to grab something. Now they're supposed to train not to do that, but if he like reached up, grabbed it, and then
1: I don't think so because uh Alex Perez was originally getting leverage with the uh with the single leg when he originally had the grab. Yeah. Mike got her swatted swatted away, but Perez still had the single leg and he had it high. Yeah. So it wasn't like he was reacting to a sudden change in position. So like you're saying sudden,
0: he did it on purpose.
1: A hundred percent. I believe he one hundred percent did that. I'm
0: gonna have to rewatch that.
1: I I and in my opinion that wasn't like a oopsie I accidentally eye poked someone or like I made a mistake. That was an intentional intentional cheating.
0: Yeah, which is which is interesting too because usually, if I get, I think the rule is written that if you use the fence illegally, being mm-hmm. grabbing it, and it either stops the takedown or it advances you in a position, they'll I, I they're supposed to reset it. Yeah, but if he did the takedown, he used it, but then. Alex ended up on top, it would almost be like you were hurting Alex by resetting it before he got the tip, before he got that, uh, the, the choke.
1: Yeah, and I don't want to take away the choke because the choke was beautiful yeah. and it was amazingly well done. So you don't want to take that away from him. But at the same time, MMA math, like we've talked before, yes. doesn't always make sense. So a half-second difference can change how yes. the fight goes 100%. out. 100%. This was super competitive from the get-go. It didn't end that way, but it was super competitive from the get I just would have liked to see it play out. I didn't out. see that. That's
0: interesting. I I will say that the best sum-up of this fight was by the commentators when they said, Perez did nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah. He did nothing wrong. Yeah. It was just, Figueredo was that good to get the choke in. Yeah. And I don't know who's going to beat this guy. After what he did to Benavidez, and then seeing how... Like dangerous he is, like that. Yeah, yeah. Like not just with his hands, but also to pull out a submission when the guy's getting the takedown that early in the fight when they're fresh. And yeah, it's impressive.
1: It it was an impressive win. I don't want to take too much away from him, but I'm a little salty about this. I one. if I'm not if, lie. if
0: yeah if if it's if I would have saw a- that, I would have been probably saying they should they should have stopped it and reset him.
1: If we're probably. going to rewatch this when we get back, or at there, least a point. Yeah, because it's going to take two seconds for you to see it. Yeah. I, I think you're going to agree with me on this one. Anyway, let's move along to Shevchenko versus Maya. Wow, what a good fight. Interesting fight. Yeah. Very uh, surprising yeah. how it how it ended up.
0: So Shevchenko was the one that initiated the grappling. Yeah. Which is surprising. It is. And then the first round looks like it's going to be either Shevchenko just did that to kind of wear down a little bit. Yeah. But then the second round comes and Maya gets her on her back, and totally the opposite happens. And I thought that Maya was more dominant in her top control than Shevchenko was in her top control. I agree with you wholeheartedly on yeah. that one. Yeah, and then third round, Shevchenko started inching her, won the third round. Fourth round, a little bit more. But they weren't like crushing defeats. They were close rounds, but Shevchenko was getting the better of her. Yes, but then the fourth round came in, and Shevchenko really opened up. I don't know whether she was nervous about her about her gas tank because it had been such a long layoff. She had a surgery, um, and when she was in the fifth round, she could see the the finish line. And she was like, "All right, now's the time to empty the tank," because yeah. she definitely came out like menacing in the fifth. Like she almost looked mad or angry, whereas the, the rounds before that is cool, calm, and collected, not trying to waste energy. So I thought that she might be doing it because I know that she wants the Amanda Nunes fight. And she's such a crazy bitch that she might fucking be doing this heavy grappling style just to practice for Nunez with the grappling, because she's confident enough on her feet, right? She's not, she's not gonna, um, she knows that she can outstrike girls on their feet, yeah, right? I mean, she basically with sparring, she's been fighting long enough with that, but I think the grappling. As crazy as it sounds, she, like, it might have had something to do with it that, that she wants the Amanda Nunes rematch. And this girl is built bigger, and she's a tough, strong girl. Like, Amanda Nunes is—that is, was, I think, the only reason why Shevchenko is losing those fights with her is because Amanda is just bigger. Yeah. Like, she's just a bigger version—not a bigger version of her, but she's just a bigger girl. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, Shevchenko and still—
1: <laughs> and still, that's no joke you Jennifer Maya, lot...
0: one of those weird situations where a loss improves
1: your status Yeah, because she definitely held her own in that fight And like, she took a shit ton of damage And she wore it like a yeah. you know, fucking champ She didn't take
0: a ton of damage as much as we thought until the 5th
1: Until the 5th yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but...
0: uh Crazy. The odds were minus 2000 favor for Shevchenko and after the second round they
1: dropped to 350. 350. Could you imagine they they were saying that some guy bet 12 grand? Could you imagine how much shit he was Oh yeah. Like Oh yeah. bricks just Well,
0: after the second round, I'm sure he was like sweating. Yep.
1: Yeah. Yep. But all for 600 bucks.
0: He made 600 bucks. Was it worth it? <laughs> I would argue he would say
1: yes. Well, right now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. All right, moving on. We have Mike Perry first. Tim means business.
0: Yeah, Tim means business. Um, so Mike Perry's is like the most interesting man in the world. It's possible. Dosekis. Um He's got his eighth-month pregnant girlfriend in his corner, another corner guy where I'm assuming he has a camp now. But it's weird. Like Perry came out very grappling heavy in the first round. Looked really dominant, but then I don't know if it, it almost looked as if he was really tired. Yeah, but he had a bad weight cut. It seemed, and he was over overweight by four and a half pounds. So I don't know if his cardio wasn't up to date because of a because of an injury or because maybe he wasn't taking it seriously. Or, I I don't know. Yeah,
1: I don't know what the problem was, but I I agree with you that there's something was up. Yeah, but
0: then like when he when he was fighting, he was very flat-footed. Um, he wasn't moving like he normally does. And he really only opened up in like these little spurts and it almost looked like he hadn't been sparring Yeah. because there was times there where they were standing like in Mike Perry's range, like his range where he shines and he didn't throw anything like multiple times where there was like, they were standing right in range and, and it was nothing was really going on and they both kind of just omitted and, and, and separated yeah which was super strange to me and then in the last 15 seconds both of them opened up in classic mike perry mode um i think that if perry would have done that earlier because he hurt means uh in the second round yeah he did um it would have been different but he just seems stuck like something wasn't firing for him
1: Almost, I, almost literally, li- literally. Yeah, you're right. His arms were just there; just was nothing coming out for yeah. the longest time. But
0: he just wasn't throwing in situations. He just was standing there, yeah, almost that's what, like that's what I mean. Like, like paralysis by analysis. Like he couldn't. He didn't seem to know, not what to do. But it was almost like. uh he just couldn't figure out what strike to throw, so he just didn't
1: throw anything. Which is funny because originally when I started following this along with you, Mike Perry, you were telling me he was the guy who would just get into like fucking brawls, brawls with people and he needed to like dial it in and actually get yeah. smart about it. And it's almost like he took that too far. Like, yeah, and the like, thing
0: is you don't know. There's so many factors with him, right? Yeah. Like the no training camp, the no corner men, and and the fact that he's a wild guy. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what. It was just very strange because I like the fact that he's calmed down and he takes things uh, more methodical, but it was almost too methodical with this because Tim Means is a very technical striker and he was allowing him to get off with the jab and he, he didn't have any real head movement. He was just letting just eating shots. Letting him take the shots. Yeah, and get the shot. And uh, but yeah, very flat footed. It almost looked like he had a like an injury, like a knee injury yeah. or something. But
1: you know, who knows. Uh, For all of you out there, we do go a little bit more in-depth with weight-cutting issues. That video will be coming out Thursday at 9 a.m. So don't forget to like, subscribe, and hit the little bell notification so you make sure that you do get that video as well. But we're going to be moving on in the meantime to the last fight we want to talk about tonight. I can't pronounce names. You go ahead.
0: Shogun Hua versus Paul Craig.
1: I would never in a million—Shogun, I would have got Uh, Hua. It's Portuguese, so the R is an H.
0: Yeah, if it, anything Portuguese, just pronounce the R's as H's.
1: This is what I thought a Portuguese was. Portuguese, eh? oh, family guy. Um, <laughs>
0: so Shogun is a fucking legend, former yeah. UFC champ, um, former Pride uh, Grand Prix champion, and he's in the Hall of Fame. Paul, him and Paul Craig fought two fights ago for Shogun to a draw, and this was kind of sad to watch for me because. I've been watching Shogun fight since the early 2000s. Yeah. And to see like a guy throughout his whole career, um, like if you just come into the sport and you're watching Shogun now, you're like, oh, you know, old dog, you know, long in a tooth, just not his night. But when you see how dominant he used to be over guys, yeah, yeah. And like how he used to throw strikes and everything to how he performed tonight and tapping from strikes. Like, it's... I I don't know if he should continue.
1: I know what you're saying, and I know that that's a difficult thing to say about someone that you like and respect in a sport. But at the same time, you can't keep going like the way you are.
0: Yeah, you can't... Like, his body doesn't look the same. He's had a gang of injuries like every fighter does, every every athlete does. And um, it just... He can continue to do this and fight guys, but he's never going to go again for a title. Yeah. Like, it's just not there. Like, his body clearly shows that, you know, age along with injuries and probably the way that he's training because of injuries and age, it's just his body's not there anymore. And he still has power. I mean, he still hit Craig a, a bunch, but the fact of, like, that's how the fight went, like, the ferocity wasn't there like it almost seemed like um like watered down and it wasn't i don't want to see that like if a guy's in there and a guy's hungry and he's going after it and he's 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 wants it and he's showing it but it just i saw shogun defeated um like his spirit defeated and it's very rough to see i don't want to see that anymore and it's not a knock on shogun it's just you know your brain that might be there, but your body just ain't. It's not with it anymore. And uh, it's a good win for Paul Craig over fucking guy like Shogun. But I don't. Shogun doesn't have anything else to prove. I hope he's made enough money to where he doesn't have to worry about money anymore. But I, I don't want to see that again.
1: Yeah, I agree with you there, bud. Yeah,
0: I mean, I thought he did the right thing, tapping to strikes. But he
1: wasn't gonna. He, it wasn't gonna last too much longer anyway. No, but, but you don't want
0: to see like tapping to strikes is like. Yeah, I know you don't ever want to see it yeah, because it means that the guys in, he let himself get in such a bad position. And granted it's partly because Paul Craig's a great fighter. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're as experienced as Shogun is, it's like if you're getting in that position with the experience that you have and, and how skilled you are, something's not working right. It's not coming together anymore. And it it just might be time. Yeah. It just might it be just time to ride right off into that sunset. Yeah yeah so
1: any last thoughts
0: no <laughs> i show you some some old shogun i every time no. i this happens i feel the need to show old footage of the guy's fights to be like no 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 he wasn't always like this like yeah this is what yeah. it used to be like like you don't understand because it's almost like uh you know if you don't know it it's like you feel like like oh this poor bastard like it's just beating up an old guy. It's like, <laughs> oh, no, no, come that's on. That's not what it is. Just look at what he used to do. Yeah. So, also, that's the guy that John Jones won his title off of first. Oh, really? He's the one that had the title when John
1: Jones beat him. Yeah,
0: the more you know. Yeah, the more you know.
1: All right. Well, Andy's going to go show me old videos of Shogun. I'm going to go show videos of uh, Davison cheating. Yes. And I think that about wraps us up. Don't forget that this week. We are having a sale all week long at BroDownPro.com, and it is our Black Friday sale. Apparently, Black Friday means from Monday to the following Monday, but— Because we're, to- <laughs> we're crazy, guys. Uh, because we're crazy. Go to BroDownPro.com. We have a whole bunch of cool gear, shirts, hoodies, uh, mugs, drawstring bags, the whole shebang. Just go there and find <laughs> out for yourselves. Uh, I'm Tim and that's Andy Smith. We will catch you guys <laughs> next time. You're listening to Bro Down Podcast all fucking day.